Welcome back to the Heart Square podcast. Uh, this week we were joined by another two members of our team, um, Billy and Ian, who are both business change consultants here at Heart Square. And this week we took a bit of a deep dive into the topic of what can technology really enable for a nonprofit. And we explore some really good points about the benefits it can provide both internally for your team and externally for your members and donors. Thanks, Ellie. Yeah. Um, so as you say, we've got Billy and Ian with us today. Um, they've both got experience of working with clients on a number of projects, um, you know, CRM system implementations and other digital technology implementations. And, and as you say, what we wanted to really discuss with them and get their take on was how how the actual benefits come through just from the technology, as well as everything else that we talk about, you know, widely when we talk about change management and it's not about the tech, it's about the people, it's all valid, but actually there is just something that literally just having modern technology rather than legacy systems natively just inherently enables. And it's that we were trying to get to the heart of. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to having a chat with them. Yeah, so that sounds great. So if you do enjoy the episode, do let us know by leaving a review and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on our latest episodes. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Heart Square podcast. This week we're joined by two members of our team, um, Billy and Ian. Um, we, we all know each other because we work closely, but for those who don't know Billy and Ian, um, I wondered if you both could just give us a little intro to yourself. So I'll start with Billy. Yeah, sure. I'm a business change consultant um, here at Heart Square. I've been here um, for over two and a half years and worked um, exclusively within sector previously so I've got lots of um, experience with large charities membership organizations um, I'm really excited to, to be talking about uh, technology today. Cool hi. thanks and Ian. Yeah hi I'm Ian uh, again a business change consultant with Heart Square. Um, I've got a background throughout my career in non-profits uh, working for large organizations from uh, un trade unions and uh, Met Police to local charities and uh, lately with some other non-profit membership organizations. Great, thanks Ian. And uh, yeah, and Billy, good to have you guys here. Uh, thanks for giving up your time to, to join us. So yeah, as you said, the topic for today really is kind of what can technology really enable um, of itself. You know, we talk a lot about uh, the projects that we run and we say, you know, we routinely say things like, you know, it's all about the people, it's about change project, that kind of thing, which is, you know, true in change terms, but nonetheless, modern technology can of itself uh, bring benefits to any organization that implements it. So, you know, when we're talking to clients who are putting together a business case, you know, making that case for change, there is an aspect to that, which is simply, you know, by having modern technology, you will be more empowered than you than you might currently feel. Um, and that follows all the way through in the conversations we had. So, um, yeah, it's always nice to kind of start with, a, I guess, a, quite an open question, start off a 10 question for you. So I think what we're looking to gain you know, or, or to come out with it up front would be something like, you know, when you guys, you, know, you work with a lot of clients within the sector and you're working on implementations with them. So when they are talking to you just broadly about kind of, you know, what the benefits that your other clients are seeing, from implementing systems, what are the kind of the 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 yeah the benefits that you play back into them? Sure, yeah, I can uh, I can I can open that up. I think it. No, I think it's a it's a great question. I think 
certainly over the last you know year it's been obviously a challenging environment but I think for me a big one is that sort of broad holistic overview of a, a supporter if you're in, in a charity or, or a member activity in the in the membership world I think having that sort of 360 degree view the sort of engagement scoring you know so you can see that you've interacted with a member on five different you know five different events five different activities in the same in the charity world I think a big a big challenge for a lot of clients with outdated systems is is having that ability to see you know not work in silos and not making sure you're not contacting a supporter or a member from three different people in the team so bringing everything together um, into one system and having that overview and, and being able to do something like an engagement score in the future I think that's an aspiration that, that will allow people to communicate better better with their their members or, or supporters um, yeah no I'd agree with you Billy completely on that um, I, th- I think I'd go slightly further with in my experience um, one of the big benefits uh, some of my clients have seen is is the ability to collaborate across teams which they previously haven't done with with you know technology that was more siloed. Um, so and I, and I guess it's 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 back to that sort of engagement that you talked about. But yeah, that collaboration. So a, a a focus on providing a service which is um, a broader offering than would have previously been given. Um, you know, if if you were talking to membership previously. They would deal with your your members. They would deal with payments and things like that. Nowadays, you know, that same membership team can actually be marketing at the same time, if you like, or, or, or understanding and tailoring to then be passed on as a lead to another team like the marketing team or, or service provision team. So that that cross team collaboration has come through very, very strongly from from the introduction of technology. I think that's a really good point, actually, and it's interesting hearing the pair of you, like the different perspectives you've brought to that almost straight away. Yeah, because we talk a lot about, um, you know, organisations working in silos, and we help, we hope by introducing modern technology to help them break down silos. And actually, what you've reflected there is there's the people side, Ian, that you're talking about, you know, teams being able to, you know, being more collaborative. Um, but equally, Billy, what you've talked about in terms of data and having a single repository or a single accessible repository for an organization uh, is that same principle actually isn't it of, of bringing things together breaking down the silos so you break down the data, data silos as well as the people silos um yeah which i think which i think is an interesting way of, of looking at it and thinking about it um when we were when ellie and i were talking earlier you know we were about <coughs> um, about this particular topic and we were seeing it around you know how processes can be improved you know so you bring in automation you bring in integration between systems and actually it's processes and data that start to come together um so there is i think i think it's a good example of how there is something inherent in how modern systems work together that enable data to come together and, and then enable people to come together within an organization is that a fair kind of playback of what you said and is that what you're seeing where you see yeah, organisations internally start to benefit um, from the from the systems they put in. Yeah, I think um, what one of the big things is is for leadership teams has been the ability that the tech's offering to actually see the scope of the data that they have across the whole organisation. Um, you know, modern tools allow visualisation of data 
pulled in from all sorts of different strands, which gives them a much richer picture of, of their own internal organisation and, and their customers outside uh, and allows them to cut and dice and, and, and you know, start taking strategic decisions purely as a result of the technology and, and what it's enabling them to actually see. Uh, it's it's a it's a step change for a lot of a lot of my previous clients in the sense that they've never had that understanding of the data to that extent before, and the modern tool sets are, are designed to provide exactly that. I completely agree with that, and I think a lot of the things that I see and a lot of things that I hear is about reporting. I mean, we want better reporting, and we want more powerful reporting. I think even now probably there's still the, the power of, of some of the new modern technology and the reporting and the data that can get like Ian was saying to for that leadership team on on activities or on member member type and it also you know with that better gathering of data it could possibly allow you know further upselling in the future which I think a lot of you know a lot of organizations want want that capacity to do I think a further point that you sort of talked about Rob as well is that that integration with lots of different systems so I think for me as well having better you know, better technology can enable you know better email marketing to be generated and it all integrated within one system rather than relying on sort of multiple disparate systems to try and come together to, to send something out rather than actually having quite a slick professional uh, professional job so I think yeah I think you've summarized you both summarized it really well there yeah and I guess really when you think about that I mean you know there's the reporting side that we just talked about but you you know from your experience both with and before Heart Square, I mean you know the challenge say for our charity fundraisers in terms of you know being able to really identify why individuals are connecting with your calls um and that must have been yeah you know you know five years ago three years ago even but it's quite difficult to pull that all together um presumably that's something that you can see so as an internal team looking for we talk about segmentations or whatever they are but you know subsets of their overall population um to find the right message to go to the right people at the right time that must that i guess is something that you see just technology of itself and the, and the lines that we're talking about you know the integration piece being able to really improve for for organizations on a daily basis yeah i think you're, i think yeah you've hit the nail on the head there but you know previously working in a, a large charity the amount of siloed working that i saw so i worked in the technology team and you know the amount of different segmentations that almost the same teams were asking for you know regionally it was quite commonplace i'd say you know talking maybe five years ago but even you know more recently i think it is a problem not a problem but a challenge that a lot of big charities face is that there can be quite siloed organizations and it's almost like well my support is my supporter but actually by providing a more you know, a comprehensive picture on, say, someone's contact record, you know, fund, they do fundraising and individual giving um, and, you know, challenge events. Actually, you can then tailor a complete you know, piece around that using the technology um, to do that. So I think I think you're absolutely right. I think technology can certainly help charities with that segmentation piece. If it's you know, within that single single source of the truth and people work together and it goes back to that people collaboration using the tech as well. Yeah, I think it's hitting on some really interesting points for me, actually. So it's sort of what you're hitting on is around, sort of, you know, improving communication internally will almost help improve your communication externally to your members and your donors. Is that something you you see that, you know, your clients that you work with, that's their strategic goal and aim at the end of the day? It's kind of this 
technology I implement here will allow us to work better to enable us to, you know, communicate better in whatever way or engage better with our members, donors, audience? I've certainly found um, that the the ability to, to plan, say, for a charity, plan an event and actually have that event as a thread across the volunteering team, the planning team, the procurement team, um, and being able to share data and, and automate a lot of processes that would previously be very, very manual and, and take a lot of time has, has, has radically transformed how, how events are organised. Uh, a previous charity I worked at used to, to run a, a massive uh, show once a year and it, and it involved hundreds of people. It involved external partners, uh, sponsors, organisers, volunteers, and trying to bring all of that together. It, it, it took them probably 18 months at a time to plan it that far in advance. And, and automation allowed the shrinking of that time. Um, yeah, it's, it was still complex, but it, it really, really reduced their manual work there, their, their um, potential for making errors <laughs> because everything was much more visible, everything was much more controlled and it was purely tech enabled, which was a real benefit to them. Yeah, and I think I would I would agree with that. And I think one of the things that on a project I worked on, people, a membership organisation ran events or meetings um, and attendance was recorded on a piece of paper and then uploaded you know manually then inputted into a crm after and as part of the project we worked on you know creating a qr code so people can just scan that in um and then it goes automatically against the event within the crm um you know so something like that just shows you the power of almost a quite a simple simple change but the ability then the amount of time that would save someone to easily record that person's details in the crm against their member record and against the uh, event itself the power of something like something quite simple change doesn't fundamentally change the meeting but just fundamentally change how it's registered i think just shows you benefits that can bring to you know even a small event and you know and larger events in the future yeah i'd, I'd um, carry on with that and really uh, again in my experience uh, working with trade unions where they have a lot of uh, conferences they have a lot of votes they have a lot of um, ballots on, on all sorts of stuff. And, and like you said, Billy, the, the, the introduction of sort of QR codes and, and uh, automated scanning and things like that at events such as that meant that they could they could hold ballots without having to worry about, um, you know, were they quarate? Uh, have they got people called back from the the, the bar and or, or whatever it might be they you know they were able to well still are able to 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 carry out those sort of core functions of their organization representing their membership uh, in in a much more streamlined way and actually in a much more uh, democratic way really i mean the old the old raising the hands is okay um but when you've got a hard count because everybody's been you know, barcoded, scanned or whatever, then every vote counts and every vote is counted. There's a real step forward for some of the trade unions. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think um, 
you know you talked about in there you talked about the kind of consistency that automation brings but what you've also exposed there is actually the quality that it can bring as well you know if you're not trend whatever whichever of those scenarios you guys have both described you know if you're transcribing information from a handwritten delegate attendance sheet you know if you're transcribing that into a crm system you can make mistakes right that's easily done likewise as, as ian's talking about you know with vote counting and you know it's fundamental to a union or a membership body yeah that they're um whatever the elections whatever the <coughs> the situation may be that those votes are counted and what you're actually doing is playing into how putting in new internal systems can really have a positive impact on external stakeholders yeah because your activists your voters your members are getting two things they're getting their vote counted in, in one of those scenarios and they're going to get um, more relevant personalized feedback from or, or more more relevant experience from their membership body or charity because it will be based on the fact that yes they did attend that event or they did engage at that point so now we can analyze that and play it back better so it's it's to the benefit of both of like internal and external um, stakeholders in that regard yeah, and I was just add to that because it's touched on some really interesting things for me, actually, coming from an events background to see, you know, those increased efficiency in working. How how does that relate into a better event for a want of a better term? Um, you know, how does that um, do, does that help free up that time? But what does that mean that they can do with that time? And um, I just sort of wondered, perhaps with Billy, if, if you've kind of, I don't know, seen beyond kind of the implementation for any of your clients and seen, you know, even just, I guess, internally, what that extra time and efficiency and streamline of processes from tech has enabled them to do? Is it, you know, is there different areas that they've been able to sort of engage with what they haven't been able to do before i know you mentioned sort of segmentation you know things like that has what have you seen that that's helps them achieve yeah no i think uh, i think it's, it's a very good point i think i i caught up uh, with a couple of my clients post post implementation i think this was obviously before you know in-person events had sort of stopped happening but i think what it what they sort of fed back to me was it's just given them that bit more time to plan and a bit more time to think and, and come up with more proactive approaches you know so follow-ups after you know so post post meeting or post event feedback surveys and just enable them to, to offer that better experience rather than spending a lot of admin heavy time sort of almost data entry so it sort of takes that element away and enables you to think forward and be a bit more proactive in planning you know better agendas and taking on you know and, and taking detailed feedback i think that's another element actually that i've not touched upon yet is that you know again having those surveys online after and it can go straight back to you know, the, the the charity or the membership body um and have that real-time feedback and data and sometimes that could be stored in crm as well um so i think stuff like that is really powerful to get that sort of almost instant feedback and very you know very easy for someone to quickly fill in a you know five question survey online after i think and have that stored against the event. I think it's really, really important for people to get that feedback and improve events in the future. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Billy, because that kind of plays to both sides of the conversation we were having, wasn't it? You know, on the one hand, you know, you are making it easy for for the attendee, you know, to to feedback their experience. Uh, you're making it easy for the organisation to capture it, but also to actually use it. You know, because a lot of the times, you know, we see, and it's a real shame, right? But we see people capture those, you know, the, the paper feedback forms from big conferences and events and all that. And there's fantastic wealth of data in there, but the, but because actually it's in, in 
paper form, you don't really get the chance to benefit from it. You know, so I've made the effort. I've been to my AGM, my conference, whatever it was. I have taken the time to fill out a multi-page form, give you all this stuff that would help you to keep me engaged. Yeah. And you have asked all the right questions, yeah, because you want to be able to engage and connect with me better and give me this consistent experience, but you just haven't got the capacity because there's so much else you've got to do um, to to actually capture, store, and use. That's the key to be able to use that information you now have. So by using, like you say, just by using modern tech, some simple examples of modern tech that you, you've been talking about, it really does kind of it almost joins the dots for you doesn't it it's like yeah finally you are telling us you the donor are telling us what you want we are asking the right questions so that we can give you the right services and provide the right experience and now we're actually able to execute that as opposed to just having this big data store we can't mind yeah and i think that's that's, that's a really important point as well it's, it's it's about gathering that feedback and then and then sort of and using it to enhance those events in future and you know and i think having that um, consistency and I think more people nowadays especially you know a quick five five pay five question form online people are quite happy to to do it doesn't seem too onerous because I think I don't know maybe previously you know filling out paper feedback at the end of a uh, end of an event or conference or, or AGM people might not take the time but a lot of things are mobile and tech enabled now to to make that quite a simple process for the end you know for the user yeah, I think that's another good point, actually, that you've touched on there, which um, Ellie and I were talking about last week, which is, you know, among the inherent um, advantages of introducing new tech is, you know, things are browser based, things are smartphone based. Yeah. And originally, when that was coming in, it was kind of seen as a little bit easier for you, the organization that's deploying the tech. But actually, what it's about really is meeting, it's meeting that customer experience, isn't it? You know, as like you say, you want to fill out, um, you want to fill out that survey. You want to give give your feedback, but you want to do it where you are, when you are on your device of choice. Yeah, which nowadays is is the phone that's in people's hands, and the modern tech is able to to let people do that. So it's not putting these tools isn't just about making it easier for the organisation. It's actually about making it getting a better customer experience. Um, so yeah, the consistent and, and quality experience on the outside. Yeah, and I th I I think we we discussed this previously, Rob. But I think you know that consistent and that experience that you know meeting expectations of your members, of your donors, of your audience. I think you know that surely has to have an impact on their their feeling of value when they engage with you. You know, going back to those feedback forms, if they know you know you send in some feedback forms and they use their feedback to inform their next event you know, they think, oh, actually, they are listening to me. Um, you know, they are valuing my opinion here. Surely that has to help with, you know, that relationship building, that engagement across, and it helps, you know, build that consistency, build that relationship they have with you all around that they're feeling valued. Um, and that's quite interesting that, you know, the technology can enable, you know, that feeling of value um, and that increased relationship with your members or donors. Yeah, and I think what one of one other Point I just add on that is that I think definitely my experience even over the last year working with with clients and obviously in-person events have, haven't happened but a lot of them you know a lot of the, the talk is around we want something that can integrate with a survey tool um, so we can capture that so I think you know increasingly now uh, charities and membership organizations and, and probably others are, are increasingly aware of that and when we talk to them the requirements are now always we want to capture feedback in that online way and I think the last year has probably accelerated people's use of technology to complete 
feedback and I think that that will continue moving forward when we have in-person events again. Yeah, no, I think, you, I think absolutely you're right there. Um, and as Eddie yeah, was saying, you know, it, it is that, again, it's about making that connection, isn't it? As you know, now that now members and donors are feeling like they're their input is being used to influence the organisation, influence future engagement, which I think is uh, exactly where we want to get to. Um, it makes me think, actually, because I know you had a, a significant, um, working with a client, you had a significant implementation at the back end of last year. I think it was just about snuck in before Christmas, didn't it? Um, and I know it's only, well, three months since Christmas Day, actually, looking at the date, bizarrely. Um, so timely. But it'd be interesting to hear, you know, in that three months, because I know you're still working with them, whether you're seeing that they're starting to just pick up some of that inherent benefit already? And if so, is that more from them internally or are they getting feedback from members and, and, and external stakeholders already? Yeah, just uh, yeah, if you have seen that kind of um, those benefits start to play in already, would be really good to hear. Yeah, I think it's a good question. Yeah, I can't believe it's been three months already. Um, yeah, we've, we've, um, we're still still working with them now, but I think what, yeah, I think there's two, two things. I think the bit we touched on earlier was that powerful, that that reporting. So I think now this modern technology is enabling them to report on such a wide range of different things. I think it, you know, being honest, it probably took people a bit of time just to get used to how the, the power of a new system. But I think I think that has been a real benefit in terms of just the, the breadth and depth of reporting they can now do on members and then feed that back to their senior leadership team is is, is really important. But I think that secondly, it's also given them that foundation for a second phase that we're doing now to, to, to upsell to their members and provide more member benefits. So by enabling them to have that overall picture, they're looking at what, what the member benefits are and enabling them to do a second phase and enhance the, the member experience because they've now got the, the, the system in the back end to support the additional member benefits that they want and have a new portal that, that can integrate with the CRM, so it's real-time real data. So it's going to overall, it's going to enable them to offer a better member experience, which I think is crucial, and retain and gain more members. So I think even in those early days, it's laying the foundations for, for future phases and future development. And I think, I think also uh, almost a change in mindset in terms of actually, this isn't just a, right, we've gone live with phase one, there's phase two, phase three, probably phase four or five, if you want to call it that in the future. So I think we're starting to see the real benefits of of tech across the board yeah that's really interesting actually um and there's a particular point in there that i just take out which is you know you talked about um when sometimes it's seen like upsell you know the ability to upsell yeah and sometimes that's seen as a you know within our world within the non-profit sector where we work exclusively you know that's seen as oh that's like you know that's commercial talk that's dirty that's you know we're not going to talk about that kind of thing but actually what you're talking about upsell cross sell there is for the benefit of the member isn't it you know yeah. A lot of professional membership bodies, you know, their their mission is to enable professionals, you know, to it gives career support, you know, to enables them to do their job better and advance their career. Um and, and that upsell piece is actually about exposing to those members the additional benefits they can gain out of their existing membership. You know, it's not a it's not a pay us more and we can do this. It's actually look, these are all the other services and the knowledge and support that we can give you. Um and by able to I think that you know, there's that um, in, in the charity world, we talk about kind of supporter journeys and things like that. Yeah. In the membership world, you know, it's that lifetime journey, isn't it? You know, and yeah. helping people through. And if you know, you know, the offer that a membership body makes to a student is substantively different from it, somebody it makes to uh, you know, a middle manager or a senior leader, whatever that may be. You know, so 
recognizing what point somebody's at in their career and then tailoring the knowledge and insight you're sharing with them appropriately is to their benefit not to not to the membership body yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all about like you say that the ability to capture quality information capture it easily and then actually deploy it you know to really use it and to and to enable your organization and your stakeholders based on what you know about them yeah and i think i think that that's that's a very good point and i think the, the client that we're working with is very conscious of that they're very conscious that yes it's an upsell but they actually want to make sure that the members are getting a lot more out of it and i think this modern technology that, that they've got with the crm and, and portal and possibly you know a new website in the future will enable the member to get far more out of it so i think they're also very conscious of that that member benefit like you were saying rather than the benefit to them it's about what they can do for their members and now with this new technology that they've got and they're learning about they can offer far more services to enhance their members experience and i think at the heart of it for, for all the organizations i've worked with it's about their donors or it's about their members rather than themselves i think that's what separates it out from almost like that commercial thing that we were talking about um, that you were mentioning rob yeah it does doesn't it you know like you say um and absolutely same in the charity space you know i and i know you guys do as well i support a number of charities you know um <clears throat> regularly and it, the 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 international ones, for example, you know, they are they're involved in a number of different campaigns and at any given point. Um, but, you know, when I speak to them or when they reach out to me, it is I have been able to say that you know, these are kind of the particular campaigns of interest and they are then able to apply it back to me. And that's where, as Ellie said earlier, that's what helps me feel valued. And also, you know, that the donations I'm making of time and money, whatever they may be, are serving not just the wider goals, which is obviously important to me, but actually some stuff that really touches my heart and that, you know, that's why I'm there. And that's why I want to contribute. Um, and to know that, you know, we want to make a difference, right? That's why we do that stuff. Yeah. And actually that's the touch point that lets us feel that, I think. It is certainly more about that sort of personalized um, approach and personalized, especially in like fundraising, like you say, like I, I give to charities and work with charities and it's that, you know, okay, so you've donated, 10 pounds and this is what it does and this is the effect it can have but by having by having all of that in one place i think like you say it's it's, it's a really important point and charities and membership organizations are different but they they can use it for that for that member benefit and enhance enhance that yeah one of the things um which i haven't really considered uh as a as a regular charity donor um, that I've, I've realized through the technology that's been introduced is um, the ability for me as, as a donor to actually be able to go in to my area of the charity's sort of technology and see the impact, the effect that my actual donation is having. Um, you know, previously I, I'd sort of donate to whoever um, and that was it. It goes in the big pot. But, but more and more it's about the technology enabling me the donor to see what difference on the ground to even down to an individual is my donation making and that's a really powerful message because the engagement that that i as the donor get from that uh, and the the warm feeling and the 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 potential for, for giving more in the future or getting more involved in other ways is greatly enhanced through that technology enabling me to have that insight into my own journey as a donor within the uh, the charity 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Ian, and actually ties in if you think about some of the other clients we're working with who deal with um, who a lot of our charities work with uh, grant management, don't they? So they, you know, they may receive grants, but particularly they're dispersing grants. And so we talk a lot about that kind of impact assessment. And, you know, I could, I could name, I won't, but I could name a couple of clients we're currently working with who's, you know, their absolute, their main driver for implementing new tech is so that they can actually measure and report back on the impact that their work is having which the new tech can enable and actually that's exactly the same point isn't it that's what you're able to do to your individual donors as a charity to say this is how your contribution is making a difference um, and again just purely and utterly enabled really by having better tech better data and joining things up kind of brings us around to where you started you know um, in a really good way which is it is actually what tech is doing is breaking down those silos of, of process, of people, of data, of internal and external, bringing everyone together, which is what nonprofits are all about. You know, we come together around a cause, we come together around our profession. <coughs> um, yeah, and so beyond the change management piece that we talked about, you know, and, and talk about more widely, there are just those inherent benefits in tech that that help us fulfill actually our strategic ambition to to bring people together. Yeah, and funnily enough, also what I, one of the things that uh, again is I suppose I I hadn't considered previously was the move to to mobile tech um, and, and what that's enabled as well within the the clients that I've been supporting um, both charities and and membership organisations and me being able to see my my record and my interactions as a, as a member whilst I'm out on my phone uh, makes a tremendous difference. Uh, I, I, I've come across people in organisations where they, they've been able to access services from their phone. Uh, students, you mentioned earlier on, who, who wanted some sort of support and things like that. Um, and and it's, it's sort of in almost in their modern language their modern platform rather than having to use the more traditional routes uh, and it's much more instant in that sense and that can that can be anything from as I say from accessing the services through to to actually the giving side of of a charity's work or um, even accessing you know training courses online on your mobile phone while you're sitting on the train traveling or whatever it might be yeah, I think I, th I think you make a really good point now, and I think that's probably been enhanced over the last year. Everything, you know, a lot we're all probably a lot more driven and reliant on technology, um, and I think this last year has proven that across the board, and especially in the sector, I think it's adapted really well. And I think you know the power of modern tech is, you know, and I won't go too much into it because that's not what this is about. But you know, even the talk of having a, a, a COVID passport to travel around the world, you know, if that if that's going to happen, that can only be enabled by really powerful modern technology and even stuff like the test and trace apps that everyone downloads on their phones. I think it's just stuff like that just shows you the power that it can have on modern life and will continue to probably have in the future. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, our expectations just generally, you know, are a lot higher of tech these days. You know, we, it advances so quickly. Um, our expectations go along with that. So it, it, it can be quite difficult to potentially, you know, with all these siloed information to, 
joining it up in the right way um but yeah tech can enable that so yeah and it will be interesting to see like billy said how how it advances you know in in these times when we're all working with tech constantly um to connect to each other how that will play out again um in the next you know few years but yeah i think that's a really good point to uh, end on and wrap on wrap up on actually um but if there's anything else you know uh, billy ian you just wanted to say as a final close off um on any other points or anything like that yeah it just occurred to me the sort of final point from following on from what you were saying ellie that um uh one area again that that, that has become more apparent in the last year or so for me is is the ability to for, for an organization to manage across social media platforms uh, their engagement using tech so they just do it once but it's hitting multiple social media platforms uh, and that's a massive efficiency saving but also the consistency of the message is enhanced um, which you know previously having to deal with Twitter and Facebook and so on you know stuff could get diluted or lost but but that that tech enabled uh, cross-platform uh, working within social media is is quite a big advance, I think. Um, and again, is is gonna gonna really help both charity and membership organisations going forward. I think, yeah, I think that's a really good point, Ian. Um, yeah, and and I think touch on what both of you said the kind of the. What we've seen in the last year, particularly, you know, the need to be location independent, you know, to be able to conduct and engage, conduct our business and engage with our with our people from anywhere um, applies on both sides, you know, internal and external on any device. Um, and as you've said on that last point in, you know, the, the mission, the challenge has always been to talk to people, particularly when you're talking to, say, potential supporters and donors, but talk to them where they are. You can't always have people coming to you to, you know, to your portal, your website. You have to go out and join the conversation. Um, and yeah, that's a great example of how modern tech has enabled particularly charities, I think, to go out and engage with their potential donors where they are. Well, I think that's a really good point to um, wrap up on, actually. So I just want to thank um, Ian and Billy for joining us um, today. Really appreciate your thoughts and perspectives. I know we could talk about it for, for ages, but um, hopefully we've captured just a bit of that there today. So, yeah, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was really great to chat to Billy and Ian this week and take a bit of a deep dive into um, what tech can really enable. Um, it was really interesting, some of the points they hit upon about the ability to engage better with your members and donors and that technology can actually help you build that relationship um, and, you know, um, meet their expectations. So I found that, yeah, quite interesting that they pulled that out. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think it was good hearing them talk about, like you said, that external facing side and how it's for everyone's benefit, you know, whether it's member self-servicing or, or supporters being, you know, given the information they want to hear. Um, I think also the on the internal facing side, you know, about how um, that joining up of information uh, can really help staff and break down silos internally. So, yeah, I thought there's some really good points there. Um, and yeah, nice to hear the guys talking about it because it aligns with conversations we have with clients when we're talking about benefits realization projects and, and actually business cases up front, benefits realization once you once the project's completed. So yeah, good to get the guys' take on it.
Yeah, it was really great. So we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And if you did, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you can get notified of the latest episodes. Don't forget, you can follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter by searching Heart Square, where you can find lots more content on themes of leadership, digital, culture and capability. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.